What? None. You only like me when you're ovulating? Mm-hmm. Might have been the side of your neck. Looks really hot. <sighs> well, that's a clip. Ah! <laughs> that's a clip. Anyway. Look at this dude. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Pillow Talking Podcast. It's your boy JT. And Nini. And look, guys. We are back again with another series. How cool is that? Like yep. for real. I mean, our first one was really, was really, really dope. Good. Yeah. Um, a lot of people enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. We yeah. enjoyed putting it together. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're really just did. back again with a different series. This time it was prompted by our conversation we had, and I'm gonna let Dominique explain everything. But pretty much, we're gonna be talking about. <laughs> um, PTSD. So not really from a traumatic or let me let me first define PTSD. Um, give me like two seconds. Here. But no, not really. We're not really talking about like a singular event. We're yeah. literally just saying like there are certain things that we post. I know that PTSD means post traumatic stress disorder, but we're literally saying that we're there are things that trigger mm-hmm. in the relationships or things that we do because of things that happened in the past. Right. And it could be trauma for some, some people. Some of it is trauma. Yeah. Some of it is just what we saw growing up or yeah. things that we thought were normal. And I mean, everything no, is not, not, everything we're talking about won't be negative, but most of it will be just behavior that we brought into a relationship based off things that happened to us in the past. Right. And why, we want to encourage you and all the people listening to deal with those things. Yeah. Because you don't ever realize how it affects your relationship and everything. So And yeah. you as a person. Exactly. So, without further ado, let's get started. So, Dom, what happened? So, um, I was sick for like about a week. Last week I was really yeah. sick. Very sick. Um, like a few days, two days, I was really sick. And I literally was like, dude, I have PTSD. Like, because I, JT had told me to like rest. I, he told me to like, don't go to work. Like you have to like chill. Like, so I was sleeping and literally like I kept popping up like randomly because there was this like, um, anxiousness or like almost anxiety yeah like I had like anxiety because like I couldn't rest because I kept thinking about the stuff that I need to do so like I needed I was like oh my god I need to cook I need to make sure the kids are good like I need to go get the kids from school like I shouldn't be resting this much like I need to wake up I need to do something like I need to clean the house I need to like no I think you're making light of a situation because it was so let's start with the work I had to okay first it was obvious you were sick and not just I'm not saying this was like a deathbed illness but i wasn't but you i needed a day yeah i had a fever y'all i did my body was hurting so bad so literally it, it was, was first it was a fight for her to admit that okay i'm not feeling well That's yeah the oh thing. yeah then the second fight was hey <laughs> you need to go to the doctor yeah. like then the next fight was you need to stay home from work then the next fight was not at your home. You need to be resting. Resting, yeah. Then the it next was a fight lot. It was, hey, you're, it's okay. Like, yeah. like It's okay not to do anything. Right. So let's go through each step because <laughs> you just breeze past it like it I was did. a 
simple thing, and it wasn't. I guess it, it kind of builds on itself. I guess right. Yeah, it did. Yeah, well, okay, so. Um, I first I never want to admit that I'm sick or down, which is not a bad thing. It's not, but like, I feel like I can't. Let me let me explain, <laughs> especially for all of my Christians of anybody of faith. Like you, you have to sometimes watch what you say. Like we, I'm not sitting here saying that you should walk around. Oh, I'm sick. I'm definitely <laughs> ill. I need, no, we're, I'm not saying that yeah. because I I'm a firm believer that the mouth the, the mouth you you have to speak. Because yeah, like, especially like again talking about believers, if you're a Christian, we know that we're already healed. It's already right. done. So we hey. have to walk in that healing. Uh. But we do have a physical flesh body right. that may be sick. That is like our spirit is not sick. Our soul is not sick. But right. our we might take body. a day for our body to get back in yes. mind, which is completely normal. Yeah, it's just a part of life. Absolutely. So my thing with her was. I didn't want her to be like, babe, I'm about to die. Babe, not. I just wanted her to be like, look, I need to go to the doctor. Yeah. Or I and need I, to take I, some Because she wouldn't take medicine. I, yeah, I am a stickler about that. Like, I feel like I got too much. Just think about hitting the microphone. I, I know. I need to be a stickler about that. I feel like, I don't know, it's just something in me. And I think it's PTSD from being a single mom. Like, I feel like I cannot be sick. And even if I am sick, I still need to be doing something. I still need to be. Uh, I can't be sick. It just is what it is. Like, and that's a part. Of What's crazy is I think not only do moms feel that way, but black women in general feel that way. Yeah, and I, I agree. And, and even even men to a certain extent, um, but definitely black women. Yeah, like I think they just have they. It's like a a urge, especially um, if you have kids. Yeah, to just never stop. Right, and for yourself. And it's crazy, but but I I want I don't know if this goes together, but like I know in the hospitals, like you know back in the day, they used to literally say black women are stronger. They like, used to say it. they still yeah they still do say still that. they still believe that yeah that like, nobody's ever told if, me that when black but women they go do. to the hospital and say I'm hurting. Mm-hmm. They feel like they're stronger than them. yeah, or they they tell them like oh we won't prescribe medicine like yeah like, you can beat it like yeah, strength. and it's not it's not right. It's not because it's not. honestly, and and honestly, I don't think it's that we're stronger body wise. We all have this. I mean, we're all we all have the same types of bodies, but like, I feel like mentally we just can't rest. Like we gotta push through. You know, I feel like we gotta because we got too much to wait. We got too much people care uh, that we gotta take care of. We got you know we got too much things to do. Right. And we don't and have time. So my other thing was. Um, so after we got past that stage, like that okay, I'm sick. I don't feel well. Yeah. Now I have to fight her <laughs> to utilize the benefit of insurance that I pay for each month <laughs> and go to the doctor. Uh, yeah. Forget like like it was literally a fight. Like I don't care. Just call yeah. whoever can see you. Go there. I don't care if it's urgent care, whatever. We yeah. have insurance. We have money to pay for it. Whatever they need, just go to the doctor. I don't know. It was just like a sense of like defeated. I felt like defeated. Like I don't know. Like, like when I'm sick, I just feel the defeated. Ah, you're defeated, girl. Like, you yeah. can't do your regular duties because you're defeated today. And so, but sometimes my body fights it on its own. Like the mind is a very strong thing. Okay. Sometimes my body fights my sicknesses. So like sometimes that's why I wait to go to the doctor. And I feel like that's a bad thing. And I feel like a lot of black people do that. 
Because sometimes your body don't fight it. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people do that in general. Yeah. General, but definitely. It's not people, good. We will, like, literally not. We will drink, I got it. We will drink enough. <laughs> Find something. We to. will drink enough Sprite or ginger ale. <laughs> and, put, and put uh, Vicks on us, all kind of stuff, right. potatoes on the feet. Yes. Yeah, so Before we go to the doctor. But anyway, so we get to the doctor. Doctor, you know, whatever. You, yeah. You, I get need a shot. A, need a shot. Go stay home. Mm-hmm. Cool. We're good. So I think. So no. This girl gets a shot, gets a prescription from the doctor, comes home, and it's like, okay, I'm going to work. And I'm like, okay, so <laughs> we fought to get you to say, okay, I'm not feeling well. Right. Had to fight to get you to say, okay, let me go to the doctor. Now I have to fight you again to, to say I can take a day off from work. And why? Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> like I said, I feel like I need to be doing something. I, I don't know. Like I, I need to be doing something. I need to be going to work. I need to be doing something. Like I need to be carrying my weight. That's what I felt like. I, Who's going to carry mom's weight? I, for some reason, that's what I felt like. And then literally I had to, like, when he finally was like, no, like, lay down. You act like I'm not here. I Something just switched. I'm like, oh, snap. You're right. <laughs> like, why am I being like this? Like, I literally forgot that you were here. Like, I don't have to do this by myself. Like, and that's just PTSD. Like, I, from being a single mom, like, I always had to do I had to be everything. Like I could not miss work. I need to if I if if I miss work, who's going to help pay the stuff? You know, like. So how many people do you think are dealing? How how how, like okay, out of ten, ten women, how many how many women do you think feel the same way you feel? Um, I'd say about eight out of ten. Yeah, I, I agree. I think yeah. it's a high percentage of it is. Uh, it it is. Oh yeah. Who feel like. Especially single parents, yeah. and that go that's genderless. So yeah. single dads, they just feel like they yep. have to do it. Yep, um, they cannot. That's your responsibility, right? Yeah. So, anyway, we get past that. Now it's like, okay, you're home, mm-hmm. <laughs> and still I feel like I need to be doing something. So now it's like, okay, we got past the. Sickness. I'm not yet. We got you to the doctor. And we got you we got to, to stay, stay home. home from work. But now you, you, you can't even just lay down. <laughs> yeah. Like, I literally kept waking up, y'all. Like, I kept popping up, like, like just randomly, like, nervous as I don't know what. Like, oh my God, like, I need to be doing something. I got. I need to be cooking. Who going to get the kids? Let me see what time it is. Like, I kept checking the time. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like, it was crazy. Like, I can't believe that I was doing that. But, like. It was almost like I was doing it without thinking. Like, my body was just used to doing that. Like, girl, get up. Like, No, I don't think. I think you were actually doing more because you were home. Like, I've never seen you act like that before. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, you literally got up and was like, I have an urge to cook for the kids. And I'm like, <laughs> if you don't go lay down, like. <laughs> You're sick. Like, what's wrong with you? You'd be like, he was like, you got a fever. <laughs> like. Like what earth? Why are you up in here trying to make food? Like, literally, I I don't know. Like, and it's weird because I'm a person who I do not like. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, routines, right? Like I don't like that. I don't want to live all. like that. And so it was so weird for me to like just look at myself popping up and stuff like that, and asking, telling him that I need to cook. I need to do this. I need to get back in routine basically and i don't i'm a person who don't really like routines so that's why i'm saying I, I felt like i was just doing that without like actually comprehending and thinking about what my body was just doing that because i felt like i needed to do it i fell back into that space of single parent being a single parent for some reason like i don't know i don't know why did that happen like but 
and it and like it and to be honest, at, like a part of me, I did feel like I felt a little like disrespected. Like, yeah, I was like, bro, like you don't even trust me for a day to. <laughs> Take care of everything. Like, am I that bad of a husband, father? But then I had to realize, like, this was an automatic yeah. response to distress of I'm sick. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a I'm sick, so I'm looking at everything that right. you've done in the past. It was like, I'm sick. This is what I do yeah. when I'm it sick. It was strictly me. Like, yeah. And, like, I had to realize, like, bro, and this is the conversation we had, the reason we're talking about this now, mm-hmm. is because, like, how many times – do have that has that happened in our relationship and then how many times have other people dealt with this these automatic responses to being sick being stressed out right. being Which broke normal things. being like how it's so much to unpack yeah. because it affects like now we're married and she literally her response was not only hurting her but you trying to you know, you want your kids to be around now. You gotta, you know. I'm like, bro, leave them kids alone before mm-hmm. you get them sick. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it was just like, so me at first, I was like, bro, she don't even care. She don't even respect me enough that I to can be take a, care yeah, a dad to do for my a role. day. Now this yeah. is not like uh, three months or oh, yeah, this is a day. day. Take a day. It was a day. He and like, take a day. Yeah. And like, what I was saying is because me, when I'm sick, I know to take a day. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to tell me. You're like, I know how to this is myself from everybody. Yeah. Take a day, shake back, take what no, get you know, get healthy mm-hmm. and then reintroduce myself. For her, it's like I had to literally you know, threaten to put her in a hotel because <laughs> it was just like terrible, man. Like but no, that's why we're having yeah. this conversation. It was right. So let's go back to the beginning or the, the genesis of our relationship. What what things do you think you brought in early on? Um, if you can remember anything you brought in early um, on, um, I know. Um, okay, I, for sure, I brought in, of course, financial issues. Obviously, like, uh, not so much as me not trusting you, but I feel like if you would see in how I would handle my finances secretly, you would probably think that I wouldn't trust you, right? So I would say, like, um, just being like private. With my finances, making sure that I got my stuff, never really sharing with you and, you know, putting our stuff together. Like, I'm just strictly taking care of what I need to take care of. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, eventually we got over that, though. <laughs> but, like, yeah, always stressing my finances once again. Like, acting like it's just me. Working yeah. like it's just me. Living my life like it's just me. Like, that happened a lot. And a lot of times he took it differently. Like, he didn't take it like that. He took it more of emotionally, like, dang, like, she don't trust me. Or, dang, like, why is she doing this to me? Like, I'm not here. Like, she ignoring me. She ain't treating me like a husband. Like, you know what I mean? And it was really just something that I had to get over. Like, I just had to deal with it. And I know, even for me, like, coming into a relationship, I had a thing where, I, you know, I've been single. I had had no Mm -hmm. kids. I had nobody to, like, and I, uh, interesting or another facet of that is I moved out of my house when I was 14. Yeah. Like, I went to boarding school. You know, my parents were um, – I was smart. Well, I am one of the smartest <laughs> people in the world. And I was – my parents were able to put me in a board, boarding school mm-hmm. to, you know, help advance my, you know, education, whatever. So I, to some point, had been independent since 14. I'm the only child. Yeah. 
So I moved out at 14 to go to high, finish my high school on a college campus. I moved to go to college, and like now I'm in a relationship, and mm-hmm. I'll just leave. And she'll be like, where are you going? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. are, are you joking right now? Like, who are you to ask me yeah. where I'm going? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can stand it. Oh, my goodness. And, and it's it, so weird, though. I want to just say how weird that is, though, babe, because even though I was a single parent and I live by myself, I still had someone to tell where I was going. Like, it don't matter. Like, if I was going to the car, who I had to tell or look at? Me, Evan. Like, I had to, he had to know where I was going. Mommy's coming back. Or, you know, stay right here. Mommy's coming back. Like, I always right. had so to tell me, someone. I, I just brought in, like, so So imagine somebody who's been, you know, <laughs> living on a college campus when mm-hmm. they're 14, never had to be, like, since I was 14, I never had to, like, really ask for permission and yeah. tell somebody where I'm going. I, I kind of managed that on my own. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, I get relationship, get married in this house. It's like now I'm just leaving. Like, where are you, what do you mean where I'm going? Why are you asking me where I'm going? <laughs> yeah, you're taking it personal. Like, like and what? Like, I'm and grown. so for me, I automatically thought, this girl don't trust me. <laughs> like, I would be like, no. Literally. What have I done for you to ask me he where am I going? I'm like, it's not about that. And then I would, and then the ego, the male ego would be like, I asked you where you're going because I have to protect you. Like, if something happened to you, I need to know. <laughs> and then I'm, she's like, well, I want to know where you're going. And I'm like, you can't you protect me. You can't protect me. me. Like, man, like, I literally remember this <laughs> argument. I'm and dead. Like, I would literally tell all the time, like, you can't protect me. Yeah. Like, and mm-hmm. it was so crazy to think about, but it's literally, I. It this was a, it was an instant response to somebody asking me where I'm going. Like, yeah. why are you asking me where I'm going? And it's just because since I was 14, I never had to tell anybody where I was going. Like, I've been on a college campus since I was 14. So now I'm 22, seven years later, and how dare you ask me where I'm going? And so, like, even now, I can just look back and be like, yo, what is this? Like, That's so crazy how those things just pop back up. Like, Without anybody. Yeah, you think that's, saying. like, so small. And that's like, why, that's why I think it's you. important to talk about this stuff because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't, you don't know. Sometimes you don't, you don't even know your response to certain triggers. Like, yeah. I, I, she probably didn't think like, oh, when I get, if I get sick, here and I, I'll respond like this. It's just right. literally natural response. Mm-hmm. Or like with me, like, okay, if, especially early on in that relationship, when money got low, I reverted back to what I did mm-hmm. when money got low. Now I need to know where's everything going. Mm-hmm. So now it's like this frantic, like, why you bought this? Why you bought this? Why you bought that? And that was just my response. So that's what I would do. When, you know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. just like these things that we kept. Some of the arguments we ran into, I really think were were simply because we didn't unpack and deal with certain triggers we had. Yeah. From being single. Yeah, from, from being separate. Normal being humans. separate, right. Yeah. So um, those, those are just like things that, can happen to anybody and honestly like it can happen in any relationship because it's honestly normal you know you of course you're single before you get married so that's very important to do because we literally did not think that all those small details in our life would affect and make have and, and make us have big arguments that because those small things right. led to very big arguments very like big. you wouldn't you would think that people just like argue about like cheating or oh, that's a big argument but like no it's it's small then, things that what, that start huge arguments. And then also, like, you know, something that we have to be very mindful of is that we, like, what 
one you're responsible for knowing your triggers and how you react like as an adult mm-hmm. like you have to know okay when this happened i reacted like this so this i need to deal with this because i can't react like this every time this happens yeah or i can't my i can't revert back to my instinct or my <laughs> you know my learned behavior yeah when this happened right like another example I didn't realize it's, it was. It literally took me getting married to realize I mirrored my dad, how he acted when he got upset. I did the exact same thing, and I'm not even talking about just in relationships. I'm talking about in life. So my dad, just like me, very cool, laid back person, but has a side that's extremely crazy. Like not like in a bad, like cynical, <laughs> you know, diabolical yeah. crazy, but just in I will literally hurt you, mm-hmm. and then turn back around and walk away type of crazy. Mm-hmm. And, but what my dad did because he didn't like conflict because he knew he didn't want to, he just is a loving person. Didn't want to hurt anybody. Didn't want to yell. Yeah. He just would remove himself from the conflict, especially if it was with uh, a woman, like, you know, his sister, his mom, my, you know, my mom, anybody, instead of arguing, especially with women, he would just remove himself like distance. That was his answer to conflict. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, if it was, uh, a situation where somebody, uh, another man, distance yourself. Yeah. So what I would do every time I got mad, I gotta go. <laughs> like, and, I, and it, to me, I'm thinking that's a, that's good. That's like, good. I'm not doing we're anything. Not fighting, but then I realize it's just <laughs> it was just good. a poor, a poor way to handle conflict. That's and I I didn't realize I was copying my dad until my mom told me. She was like, "Oh, that's what your dad did." I'm like. What? Like, I was like, I didn't even think about it. Like, and I had to sit there and be like, whoa, what else am I copying from him? Like, so now I, I started going down this, this path. I'm like, bro, I, I got to deal with that. So now it was tough, but I had to learn, okay, we're arguing or we're, we're having this conflict or we're having this dialogue. It might get crazy, but I'm not, I'm not going to just leave. Yeah. I'm not going to disappear for hours yeah. and go eat or go somewhere. Like, and I'm going to just don't it. reply. I just feel like I literally feel like that is to me. Um, I feel like with the other person leaving is almost worse than just having an argument. Like, cause you still, you still expressing your feelings. I still know how you feel, but like you just leaving after you get mad. Because because my thing was that leaves me with blanks. But the reason, like I said, the reason I left was because I even growing up, I, I didn't do well with talking. When it came to conflict, mm-hmm. like my whole thing was, let's give the talk, let's fight, and let's just go. Like I didn't even, country. no matter what it was, yeah. like this is where I grew up in, you know, very country place. It, it, we didn't have like all the yelling back and mm-hmm. forth. What are we gonna do here? Like, <laughs> how are we gonna solve it? And right, so obviously I yeah. can't come to blows with the person I'm married to, or you know, shouldn't really come to blows with anybody. But so now I'm sitting there like. Why are we having this conflict? And I I don't know how to resolve it without fighting. Right. So my only resolve is to leave because I don't want to talk. That's mm-hmm. not how I was raised to talk. You know, yeah. we didn't talk. We just got right to it. <laughs> and he worked that out on his own. I didn't have to. <coughs> um, uh, I mean, no, I'm saying like I didn't. No, you called me out on it. I called you out. That's it, though. My thing is I didn't nag you about it. Like, you know what I mean? And I feel like that's a lesson also because, um, like, you, like. Yeah, see, that's the a, that's a thing about about have, being with the right person. Like, yeah. we, I have enough respect 
even as a man. Like, that's why I be trying to tell men sometimes. Like, I had enough respect for her that she could call me out on my foolishness, and I might be mad, I might be hurt, but I would take, I would respect what she said. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't just blow it off because she said it. Like, when she called me out on something, I would try to work on it. And I think that, that to me, that's why I kind of say you did kind of help me because you didn't let me keep doing it. Like, every time I do it or I was, was about to do it, you would call me out on it. Oh, so that's why I'm saying I didn't do it on my own. Like you, yeah. Your, well, I, your I, didn't, I didn't do it. I did it as a helpmate. I didn't tell yeah, him about it to nag him to, or to get. You just called me nerves, out on it, or for me to fix it. That's right. what I'm saying. Yeah, you he didn't fixed, try to fix. That was something he had to fix. I, and that's what I'm telling. Like we are responsible for, for as adults, like, our I, own problems. And I keep tell, I keep on putting the adult thing there because <laughs> I believe adults have responsibilities to grow. Yeah, and to fix and like our own selves. Like like kids are need to be taught. Yeah, they're or, like um, they're like molding clay. We have right. to mold them. Right, together. kids need to be taught. Kids, yeah. but like as an adult, adult you. You have to then, you, you still need to learn, but it's like, kind of when you go to college almost, how, you know that shift from grade school to college where now they will teach you, but it's your responsibility to, to, to do the work. Take the information to, in, like, yeah. You can fail, you can go to college, you can pay all this money. And literally fail. They don't care. They do they're not, not going to hold, they're not going to call you, hey, nope. where's your work? Nope. They don't care. They do not care. I mean, they will. My God. Mm. Do not care. I'm bothered. They Take will your fail money you and go. And go. So as a Put adult, you, out. you have a, <laughs> A responsibility to grow to be better, yeah. And so that's what I did. It took a while, but I got there. Not that long, honestly. I mean, from here to from there, it's not too bad. No, I mean, but it. But I, 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 like I said, I that is something I just realized. But that is very important that I did not push you to do that. Like I didn't in a bad way, negatively, forcefully, no. or annoyingly. I you did just not call me out and say you. And I yeah. feel like well, the, the, well, what you did, and why I couldn't see. This is the thing. The reason, the reason, you could call me out is because you are holding me to the standard of the man and husband that I said I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't argue with you because I agreed to those terms. Yeah. Like so, like when we got married, we agreed to to these terms as. You know, husband, wife. So if I call y'all on something that you agreed to, it's kind of hard for me to say, oh, whatever. No, I agreed to be a husband that will continue to grow, to continue to learn how to love you better, continue to to lead. To and so if and you're walking this. out, so I, <laughs> if you are calling me out on yeah. the stuff that I vowed to do before your parents, before God, before my parents and family, now I, I'm dealing, I'm fighting myself because I said I was going to live up to this standard. So that's why I couldn't say that I can only do better. Yeah. Yep. That's good. Um, and of course that goes both ways. Um, but I'm just more of the stories. You don't have to nag, guys. If 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 you got a nag, then you got to keep telling them something. Like that's a problem. Like, and I I just want to say that because like I came from a relationship like that before this. Like I have to make. I was trying to make somebody something they were not. I was trying to force them force. to be this person. But if this that's the person for you, they gonna do it by themselves. Like okay, like they're gonna have the willpower to do it. You yeah. might have to say it or like speak it verbally, but wait 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 wait. Verbally, say that. Say that. Sorry, verbally. 
I like how you said it. It was you cute. Can, you're gonna have to say it or speak it verbally. That's not. That's not right. It's verbally. I don't know. Actually, it's the same thing because I said speak it, and that is verbal. I don't know. Verbally. verbally. I don't know. My... Verbally. Verbally. I think yeah, that's Yeah, verbally. Yeah, and I said verbally. I don't <laughs> know what I said. Whatever. Whatever. There's a lot of bees. <laughs> anyway, yeah. And so you might have to say it, but, like, you don't have to force them or nag someone. You shouldn't have to force or nag someone to do that because, first of all, that makes you stressed. Yep. And as a person, and then that also pisses that person off, like extremely. Pissed so I, so in that sense, um, I didn't do that, and I didn't want to do it because I just didn't want to stress myself out. You know, like I didn't want to do it. I just left it to God and Him, and I felt like that. That is how I fight my battles, like how all Christians should do. Like you say it, okay, you did the first thing. You did what was important. Saying something is Man, enough, yep. and I feel like. Um, well, like I tell him whenever he says something, like I might not remember, but like he said again, all right, I know I messed up. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to holler, y'all the nag. I know, like you said it the first time I heard it. It was not okay that I did that. Like I know, and so I feel like I don't know. That's just where I'm at right now. Like saying it is enough to me. Like you don't have to nag. I don't yep. have to nag you. I'm you good. hurt me is what it I feel. Gets like. the job done, man. Yeah. It really does. Just talking about it and verbally expressing. And we didn't really do that at the beginning. So uh, that is really good that we learn how to talk. We had a lot of moments on the sofa. That's where we would talk. We had to come uh, sit on his lap. We'd talk. That's how we had a lot of moments. Talk. At restaurants. <laughs> yep. That helped us a lot. That we're talking in public places. We wouldn't get loud. So, you know. Yeah. But my... I guess so. Over the next week, a few weeks, we'll be discussing like certain events that we learned from. Like this yeah. week, obviously, we learned from her being sick. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll be bringing on guests um, to talk about like different things you can do to work on triggers. Yeah, different things you can do to kind of eradicate some of that behavior you brought in. Mm -hmm. Some of the residue of past relationships and yeah. experiences, because like. You don't be. You don't really realize. You don't realize at all until you get put in the situation. Right, it's like a file opens. Yeah, Pop. it's like it just happens. <laughs> yeah. Like, and how to deal with that when it does happen. So, right. thank you for listening to this episode. Is the Pillow Talking Podcast? Pillow Talking Podcast is the first of the PTSD, if that's what we call it. If it had, yes. we might, it might be a different title by the time we upload it. Yeah, but it'll be something around. Dealing with triggers, yeah. PTSD, Tra traumatic yeah. stresses, or I don't know what we're going to call it. Yeah, triggers. Mm. So, I don't know. Triggers is too Trigger close fingers. to another word. That, okay. Triggers, trigger finger, what? I like trigger fingers. Okay. That's not hype. Okay, anyway, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. It's a budget T. And Nene. Good night. Good night. I heard her the other day. I was listening to it. Say what? <laughs>